Welcome everyone to Greencast. This is a podcast that brings practicality to being sustainable. Presented to you by the Waukesha County Green Team. Your hosts are myself, Alec Lapoidevin. And me, Laura Lauks. Hi everybody, welcome to Greencast. This is a very special episode. I was put in contact with a couple of teachers at Oconomowoc High School, one of the high schools in our county, and they teach a global sustainability class that was just launched in the 2019-2020 school year. So we sat down in May and we had a conversation about it with two of their students who had gone through the class and releasing it now because we are hoping to keep in contact with them and do a couple of projects together in the future. We're planning on working together in the 2020-21 school year to help their students produce their own mini-series of Greencast that will be entirely in Spanish. It will be about what they learn in the class, but entirely in Spanish to practice both aspects of this curriculum. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and keep your eyes out for the Spanish series of Greencast. I have a lot of people joining me today. <laughs> this is really exciting. So I'm just going to start by having each of them introduce themselves and how they're involved in this project. Kelly, do you want to go first? Sure. Thanks, Laura. I'm Kelly Holtzman, and I'm going to be starting my 24th year at Oconomowoc High School. In addition to the global sustainability class, I also teach AP Environmental Science, which you'll hear later is part of global sustainability. And I also teach um, biomedical science. Thank you, Laura. It's a pleasure to chat with you today. Um, I am a Spanish teacher at Oconomowoc High School. I've been at Oconomowoc for 17 years now. Um, in addition to co-teaching global sustainability, the Spanish piece of it, um, I teach international baccalaureate Spanish and some of the other levels of Spanish we have at our school. Hi, my name is Anna, and I'm a senior at Oconomowoc High School. I joined the global sustainability class because I was really excited to be doing a science class in a different language and like just being able to continue with my Spanish career, but also getting my AP credits because I thought that was really cool. Hi, my name is Giselle. I'm a senior at Oconomowoc High School and I took global sustainability because I wanted to take a class that had a huge impact on the local community as well as the school. Great. Um, let's start with uh, the function and form of the class and how it got started. Um, Kelly and Danielle, do you want to tell us what the class is and how you decided to teach it? Uh, I, I can start that. Uh, well, over the years, Kelly and I discovered that um, we were often teaching the same topics. And we had also began, begun to teach certain units and activities together. Um, and because of that, we were we were encouraged by the district to propose a new class, which became Global Sustainability. I'm going to add on to that, Danielle. Thank you. Um, one of the things that we found is that we would be sitting in meetings and we'd have to share like what we were doing in class and things like that. And so there was a lot of crossover. And so we just started different conversations. Um, and as Danielle said, we would start um, doing units together. So we would share guest speakers or field trips or things like that. And so we're like, oh, if we could only like have all these kids together all the time. And they're like, well, why don't you just propose a class? <laughs> and so that's really how it started. And um, it's growing. So that's really exciting for us. Wow. So you're already teaching Spanish with an environmental focus. Was that a goal for you as you started out? 
Absolutely. Um, Using the language um, to study the environment was one of the goals of the class, and um, as well as learning about the environmental science piece of it at the AP level was one of our goals. And when we study world languages, we always... um, we're always looking for a context, a real world context to use the language in. So this, this was really perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kelly, you mentioned the AP environmental science. So are these classes, you know, regular classes or do they, they set the kids up for the AP tests? They do set the kids up for the AP test as well as the international baccalaureate Spanish test. And so that was one of the unique um, pulls for this class is that the kids would be studying something at that high of a level and could earn college credit in both um, the science and the world language. Wow. Wow. That's a that's a huge undertaking. Is there a, a theme to the class to bring those two together? We, we base our class on the sustainable de- development goals. Uh, both Kelly and I were already using those as a basis for our classes with me in Spanish and her in um, environmental science. So it was just a natural, a natural foundation for the class for us. And how did you, how did you come across the sustainable development goals? You said you were using them already, but how did you initially um, start using them? Mm-hmm. Um, several years ago, I did a fellowship through the State Department on global um, teachers for global classrooms. Um, and so that's where I became aware of them. And in environmental science, we used to use the old version of the uh, sustainable development goals. And so these are the updated ones that we study now and use uh, in our our courses. Very cool. That's so nice that you're able to introduce that to the students now, because even, even in my work today, I'm, I'm just introducing these things and these concepts to my coworkers. Um, so it's really awesome that they're going to come up with this knowledge already. Anna or Giselle, do you want to just give a brief overview of what the goals are and why they came to be? Oh boy. Okay. So the sustainable development goals are 17 goals that the UN put together and made a goal for, was it 2030? 2030. Okay, so in 2030, they wanted to have all of these goals done, and they just put together 17 things that they thought were very important for this world to either reduce on or help with. So, for instance, no hunger or good health. So that was two and three, which are super important things that they want to have done by 2030. What's the end goal of this class for the students? What what's the what were you hoping to get out of them? Well, I think we were both ultimately hoping to deepen their content knowledge both in science, environmental science and in Spanish um, by having these courses overlap um, as well as deepening their understanding of the SDGs. Um, and we just we really wanted to provide our students with the unique experiences that would come out of, of having a class that, that combines these two uh, content areas. 
Right. And in addition to that, we really wanted them to see all of the other people and businesses that are working towards achieving the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And so in the beginning of class and throughout the whole class, everybody that they met as a guest speaker or when we went on field trips and things like that, uh, everybody was working towards these sustainable development goals. So we kept coming back to them and connecting them to uh, different goals and things like that. So it's been very exciting for us. This was the first year of this class, right? Yes. Correct. Wow. That, that's a lot of work. What was the best part of the year for you as of the being, you know, the, the, the first year of having it? Oh, there were so many highlights. Um, we really enjoy seeing the kids take ownership of the projects. Um, we had different business partners that they had to do some work for. And so it was fun to watch them um, have to do these projects from beginning to end and send emails to their business partners and really kind of organize a big project. Um, so that was a piece of pride for both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to echo what Kelly said, um, really seeing the kids um, develop their professionalism and, and as Kelly said, take ownership. Um, and I think one particular highlight for me was when the students um, recorded a webinar for the Nelson Institute Earth Day uh, conference. Um, it was just wonderful to hear them talking about their topics in the webinar as experts on their topics. Yeah, that was really cool. I actually just recently saw that. So we can certainly um, share a link to that on our Facebook page when this episode comes out so everybody can watch that because it is that was pretty cool. And that was a part of the um, the Earth Day conference, which a lot of people attended. Do you know how many people uh, ended up seeing that? I do not know what the final number was. Okay. I don't recall the final number either, but um, it was exciting because it did go global. It wasn't uh, as localized as it initially was going to be. And so that mm-hmm. was kind of exciting. So when we talk about reaching a broader audience, that definitely went very broad. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. So now with the first year of planning and experience under your belt, what does next year look like? Are you making any big changes? Well, I think we're just continuing on from from this momentum we've built this first year. We've already um, been working on uh, partnerships for next year and projects. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So we have some of the work that we started this year that will continue. And like Danielle said, we have some new um, projects they're going to be working on. We incorporate uh, for next year a, a book in Spanish. And so that's kind of a cool piece of it, too, to have some of this um, wrapped into a book study as well. Very cool. All right. So that's a bit of the overview of the class. Now let's turn to um, some of the students who actually participated in this class this year. So Anna and Giselle, um, what, what was your favorite part of the class? Let's just start there. What did you like about it? I can go first. Um, the favorite part of my, the class was definitely the field trips that we got to go on. We went on the Wisconsin Sustainability Council. We went to the Wisconsin Sustainability Council conference, and Giselle and I were actually able to assign our classmates roles and kind of take charge of that conference. Uh, that was really fun. I liked being able to do that and work one-on-one with Jesse, who was 
organizing the conference. I liked that a lot. That sounds awesome. I've been to that conference for a couple of years and it's really fun and it's really nice to be able to meet other people in the field. So I, I totally agree. <laughs> Giselle, what about you? Um, my favorite part of the global sustainability class had to be meeting the businesses and the companies and all the people that we got to work with. Um, especially Lisa, she's such an inspiration for me and seeing all the good work that they're doing in their community, as well as throughout the United States. It's just crazy. Yeah. Nice. So what, what kinds of things were you doing that, um, had the most impact on you? If it, if it's different than your favorite part? Um, I would definitely say the Earth Day conference. Um, I was really sad that we weren't able to have it in person. There were a lot of people that I wanted to meet, um, but still being able to do it online and being able to have a reach that we did as a class was pretty cool. Yeah. Anna, what about you? Anything that impacted you more? Um. I would say the Earth Day webinar, but also the little projects that we did, like Chuck's Recycling. We participated in that and we collected plastic from our families in the community and just we made them realize plastic use is bad and obviously, but just made them more aware of it. And I liked doing that. Oh, that's cool. Where did you take those, the plastic bags when you collected them? Well, we first brought them to our school and weighed them and then we had our teachers would give it to Pick and Save or Piggy the Wiggly, where they would then recycle it properly. Oh, nice. I'm actually doing that at work, too. I kind of collect all of the plastic bags for work, and I take them to Pick and Save, too. Yeah, that's awesome. I was wondering if you guys had a, a different system for that. What are some of the things that you guys did this year that had the biggest impact on others or the community? So the club, the translations, I really like doing that because Spanish is fun and it's nice to have the practice, but being able to hand them out to people and they look at it and being able to reach people who wouldn't have maybe known these things before. So what were these translations for? What were you doing? It was about energy. It was about how to like ways to conserve energy, right? And just things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Were you were you translating these things beforehand and handing them out, or was it on the spot translation? Uh, we, no, it was beforehand. We would we had the original copies in English, and then we would look at them and translate them. Oh, very cool. And Giselle, what did you do that had the most impact on others or community? Um, so working with Lisa on a video that she was up for an award for was a huge impact for her and um, on Anna and I, as well as another partner we had, um, just getting a real in-depth um, like learning about evolution marketing and all the work that they do and the stuff that they promote. And then we also um, wrote letters for Lisa for a different award, really just talking about how she's helped us as a class um, and the impact that she's had on us as students, which was really really cool to help her with for an award. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. It really was. Maybe the students could just say a little bit more about some of the other um, guest speakers that we had in class, because I know that they're working on their impact report. And I think that would um, 
we'll add some content pieces to it as well. So I know we just posted something on our Google Classroom page about all of the different um, activities we did, but the kids also had to reflect on some of that work that we did. So Anna and Giselle, I don't know if you could just take a second and think about some of the other um, guest speakers that we had that made an impact on you or things like that. One of the guest speakers that I really liked was Allison from Micro, Microfinance. She talked about how she her business would, not her business, but the business would provide money for women in the Philippines and then these women can start their own businesses. And she talked about the research behind how if you give the money to the women, they're more likely to be more successful in the end, which I think was really cool. And I like the whole, I like the business model that she had going. And how did that relate to the sustainable development goals? So uh, Wisconsin Microfinance directly connects to the goals of equality among genders Oh, Giselle, you got anything to say? Sure, I have a few that I'd like to talk about. Um, so a guest speaker that we had um, was Common Interest, and their names were Max and Bob. Um, and what they do is they help people find ways to invest money that's a, that support their values, as well as go with the seven um, SDGs. So it's kind of like we have money we want to invest, and we want to do it with these 17 goals and what we want to support in mind. And so they really taught us about how you don't have to invest in all these super big companies. You can invest in things that are sustainable, that have a societal impact and all this kind of stuff. And it was really cool hearing from a a company like them saying that it is possible to invest and support these businesses and companies. Yeah. So is that, um, is that like business investing or is that personal investing? Do you know? Um, I think it was both, but I could can like can I open an account with them? It's it's either. Wow, that's super cool. And how how was that one related to the sustainable development goals? So whatever someone wanted to support, let's say someone wanted to support women in business, they could um, follow the seventeen SDGs in um, equality. So they could invest their money in companies that support equality throughout their company. Oh, wow. That's a direct impact as well. That's pretty cool. Um, And then another guest speaker we had um, was from the Guatemalan Service Project. And Jennifer and her team, they came into our class to talk about um, the living conditions in Guatemala and how um, when Jennifer went there to, like, visit and then work with an adoption agency to adopt her children. She saw um, some really poor conditions and she wanted to make a change. So she started the Guatemala Service Project and some work that they've done um, is 10 bucks a cluck. And so around Christmas time, family members could buy that. And then what it would do is um, send chickens and a coop and food for families to start their own little chicken business and they can sell the eggs or sell chickens. Um, And it was a really uh, cool way to give a Christmas gift that also um, benefited other people. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool opportunity, not only to reduce materialism in our culture, but also help somebody else. Yes. 
It sounds like you're learning about a lot of different companies who are thinking about the goals and are implementing them. Are all of the, did the, the speakers that you had come in from the different companies, did they specifically talk about the sustainable development goals? Were they talking about them or were they just implicitly using them kind of on accident in their business model? Um, I think they, some of them were doing it on purpose, but some of them it was just sustainability. I don't know if the goals are really there in their mind. I would say, uh, like Lisa, she really has the goals in mind. Um, in common interest, they really are thinking about the goals. But I think some of the other businesses, it's kind of, this is what they're doing. This is what they want to help impact. And then, oh, we meet these goals, which is really cool. So it's not really something they started thinking about until, you know, they really realized that, oh, there are these goals that we can help um, work on and introduce to our business and company. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of how I've been hearing about them, too, where businesses just want to want to do things and they're already doing things and then they figure out how they fit into the goals because they're the goals are pretty broad. Like there's there's one for water and biodiversity and land use and equality, like you guys mentioned. So there's a lot of different ways that businesses can plug into the goals. So now that not the class is over, how are you? Looking, looking to use the things that you learned in class uh, in the future? Well, I'm going to definitely continue with Spanish and make sure that I do a little bit of Spanish every day. I like to speak it with my family. Well, not my family, but I just like to say words out loud and try to keep it going. But also with um, environmental awareness, just making sure that I'm cutting back on my carbon footprint and I don't need the extra plastics if I don't need them. So don't buy things that aren't necessary. Just cutting back like that the rest of my life. Um, And I'm implementing the things that I've learned from this class, um, starting with my own family. My mom recently um, started her own compost pile, which she's really excited about. And then I plan on majoring in sustainability and business um, next year. Um, into my college career. Oh, very cool. Where are you going for that? Um, Jacksonville University in Florida. Oh, nice. That sounds fun. And are you a, did you graduate as, as well or are you a senior next year? I'm a senior this year. So where are you headed? I'm going to Oshkosh for, well, I think I'm going to go into nursing for my major. Well, it was really interesting to hear about everything that you guys are doing. And it sounds like it was a action-packed class and you had a lot going on from the working with Lisa to the um, Citizen Utility Board translations and, you know, learning about all the other businesses. It was really, really interesting to hear about all that. And I'm definitely looking forward to working with your class um, more in the future or the global sustainability class. Um, I guess I'd like to just say a little bit about, um, some of the work that the girls were talking about came out of the design of the class and we were following a capstone model and the way that that really makes this class different than taking uh, environmental science and Spanish separately is that this was um, about culminating experiences and bringing their learning together and working with the different businesses. So um, Danielle and I both have attended different conferences and um, 
have been to different schools while they use this model. And so, Laura, you had mentioned how you'll be working with us, too. And so um, the model really is about students using their knowledge and applying it to a business situation or real life situations. And so, for example, if your business has 100 things that they want to get done, but they can never get to number 100, but you think that students could give you some input or try some different things, then that's really what we're trying to model our class after. Um, So we're looking forward to working with you as well. Yes, definitely. Definitely within the the green team, um, working with Spanish, because we don't internally, we don't have a lot of access to Spanish speakers. So we're, we're very excited to have that access next year. Danielle, did you want to add anything? Oh, just one extra piece of that. Um, in working with the business partners, it's, it's not just that the students are producing uh, products for, for our partners, but they're also getting mentored by the, by the partners. Um, for example, Lisa provided an immense amount of, of mentorship for the students Um, this year and um, Tom from Cub. And that just that relationship that our students have with business partners and community partners just really helps them um, develop that that piece of of real world, um, becoming more professional and getting feedback from someone who's who's not just their teachers. So I think that's been a really important part of the class. Yeah, I'm sure that's immensely valuable. Adding on to that, the corporate social responsibility um, that I think is gaining momentum is an important piece for uh, businesses to think about because, um, as Danielle said, the businesses we worked with, especially Lisa, um, provided mentorship, but some of the other places or businesses that came in um, were guest speakers in our class and provided places for the kids to go on a field trip and things like that. So there's a lot of ways that um, businesses in a community can help out um, a class or a school or things like that. Yeah, I can only imagine there's there's numerous overlap options, as we have discussed before. <laughs> there's just so many ways to integrate everybody together. Um, I can only imagine that this class is going to explode in the future with popularity. So are there any plans to expand it to other campuses? Have you talked to any other high schools to see if they want to uh, copy your model? Some some high schools have contacted us, and but I don't know, you know, where they are in their planning. Mm-hmm. It would be exciting if other schools did the same thing. I think it's a valuable experience for kids, and it's been a lot of fun for us. Um, Especially um, just, again, like I said before, seeing the kids take ownership of their work, um, but also I think the businesses find it valuable to give feedback to students and work with students. I totally recommend this class. Uh, When we had the underclassmen come in and talk about it, I was so interested in talking to them about this because it really helped me with my communication skills and being able to talk in a professional way, I suppose, to people out there and I sp- like the real world and their businesses, which I really liked. I also enjoyed learning so much about how I can improve our earth and being able to use the skills that I've learned in my whole life is something that I look forward to do. 
Um, so to anyone who is thinking about taking a class similar to global sustainability or global sustainability, go for it. It is such an eye-opening experience, um, especially with the environmental impact, but also learning about these companies and these businesses and what they're doing. It's some of the things that I never even realized um, just in my day-to-day life. And now I'm more, way more conscious about what I support and what I do um, and what has an impact and what doesn't. And it's just something that I'm so grateful for from this class. Well, now I want to take it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean for it to be like a specific plug for us, just like, (laughs) like in general, like even in college, even in college, like if you have an opportunity to learn about this or something. And I will also add that if anybody is listening and they don't have access to a course like this in their high school or college, the Waukesha County Green Team, we have a, a youth green team. You can definitely still get involved involved and talk to other people who are passionate about this, get, you know, um, connected with businesses and things like that. So if you don't have access to it, definitely reach out to us and we will connect you up. That's my little plug as well. (laughs) I think that's all I had. We can, we can wrap it up here. Thank you everybody for joining me, um, taking the time for this. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Laura. Make sure to check out Greencast on Facebook, where we post the most up-to-date information, release episodes, provide a lot more resources about things you heard on the show, and have conversations about episodes and sustainability in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and beyond. Also, if you're interested in the Waukesha County Green Team, please check out our website and Facebook page and come to one of our board meetings. They're always open to the public. Greencast is produced through the Waukesha County Green Team by Alec Lapoitevin and Laura Laux, with help from Stacey Balsley. Our theme music is by Dan Krill and Emma Kopel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, sustainability starts with all of us.